Welcome to the fourth pillar of play, a night shift radio production, where we support your adventure in tabletop game design by discussing, learning, and creating right alongside you. And good evening, everyone, and good evening, Josh. Yeah, or good morning, whenever. Or good morning, whenever you're listening, as per usual. Yeah. So. Did you have a good day? Uh, my day was fine. We're going to do the thing right now where we pre- pretend like we haven't been sitting here chit-chatting on right. the mics with the recorder off for yeah, a while, absolutely. discussing things that we can't talk about for this episode yet. Right. Yeah. There was a thing There's that a I thing. cannot, I think I cannot discuss. I, you know, it's on me for not clarifying whether or not I can discuss said thing. Well, you participated in the thing. We're not sure if we can discuss it because of the timing of the release of podcast episodes. Yeah. Because we are... Team players. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. We don't want to... <laughs> We don't want to pee in someone else's pool. Right. So Not even our own pool, really. Yeah, I know. What a weird... I mean, I understood why you went with that analogy, but it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Isn't that a common one? (laughs) It seems like it. Don't pee in my pool. Maybe. Um, My dad, when I was growing up, my parents had a little sign on our pool that said, please don't pee in our pool. We don't come swim in your toilet. Oh, um, the one that I always liked was, welcome to our pool. Notice there's no pee in it. Uh, uh, (laughs) Uh-huh. So, and that uh, was like, we like to keep it that puns. way. That was a good one, though, because it was a whole sign where the P was missed. Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Notice okay. there's no P in it. We'd like to keep it that way. Well. Which I love that you got to the point where you had to say that. Right. Like, <laughs> who's just going around using bathrooms or using right. pools as bathrooms right, all the time? Right. They never even, you know, except babies. Are you yelling at babies? I mean, I don't know. Like, well, I don't know. If you're swimming in a lake, it's one. Right. Everyone's. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, when you, it, that's the thing about lake swimming. You get that one warm spot on the cold lake and you're, you're like, like, oh, it's probably not, but pro- I, oh. I feel like it is <laughs> because i can't be sure then they all are exactly well and there's all swimming in a, i used to like swimming in lakes and now it just skeeves me out the only living freshwater body that i like to go in is the st lawrence river okay it's very clean it's always moving it, it's a totally different experience rivers are different rivers are different rivers yeah. are always moving and so i feel they're cleaner yeah that makes sense of course they're more likely to have like a much more savage fish or some sort of parasitic worm that's going to crawl up some orifice and right nest yeah. in a organ totally but that's just some happy thoughts yeah that would be a good monster maybe we can come up with a monster that it's like a mind flare tadpole only it swims up <laughs> an orifice from a river and takes you over from the inside uh, there you go. too many players would have that wouldn't be a good thing to birth yeah no, yeah no 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 so anyway so so I'm just going to go ahead and ban anything where we describe its attack and orifice at the same time yes we should just uh, all in all avoid the word <laughs> it's orifice. <terrible. laughs> That's what makes it so funny in the D&D movie. I know. It, we must go to the orifice. The what? The orifice? <laughs> um, Te- technically correct, Zink. <laughs> so uh, last week, we mm. uh, kind of fleshed out our finalized ideas for our Devorai, and we uh, discussed uh, a model for their stat blocks where we're going to have their basic stat blocks at at certain levels to be used, and then lists of powers. So rather than trying a different way of creating a monster. So we kind of got through that. And then um, what we want to put together is then we want to create our head honcho. We want to create a stat block for Oregal, yeah. which is going to be, if I'm not incorrect, our first legendary stat block. I don't, yeah, because we didn't... Because um, I'm pretty sure that our... Because God he, of vengeance and anger and everything in murder yeah. is not a no no this legendary. would this is like a big deal if you're fighting this is where if I mean, you're I mean, trying to fight Oregal you, you're you better lose. be some hot stuff yeah exactly he's our he's our Orcus yeah yep 
So um, we want to like kind of jump into creating him so that then when we're all said and done, you know, we really should just take a day. Like we we take a day. We did. Like, yeah, we should. I think we discussed this last yes, time. We, did. we really need we're to take, take a like Saturday. A, like a, we, we really probably, I mean, if we're being honest, we probably take like a weekend we should. retreat. We should. We'd take a weekend retreat and write. And just write this all down. Yeah. Um, sit there and listen to each episode and yep. sketch things out and get it finalized and formatted. Yep. Um, so two things that I want to do today. Yeah. So I want to start looking at designing Oracle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which will be fun. But I first I wanted to discuss for again from a game design perspective, I recently received one of my Kickstarters. And this Kickstarter, it took a while to come in. Uh, there was there were some people on Kickstarter who were not very polite in the comments section, let's just say. Okay. Um yeah. and however, it was a wait Kickstarter. A minute, wait a people on the internet were not polite. I know. It's shocking I and swear. unbelievable. But if you suspend your It was a disbelief. utopia-like uh, yeah. community that was being created back in the 70s. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Um, this was a Kickstarter that was started by Nord Games during the pandemic, I believe. What, what would I know Nord Games from? Um, Nord Games. What would you know Nord Games from? I'm just curious if you know off, off the cuff. I can. Um, well, I have some. You see these decks in the game store sometime. Yeah. For those at home, I'm holding up a, a deck called Objects of Intrigue which is a random encounter deck uh, for dungeon crawling. And they make lots of 5th edition uh, supplementary material. And lots of it is cards. There's magic item cards. There's uh, random encounter decks and things like that. Mm -hmm. This uh, Kickstarter that I backed, I think, almost two years ago. I don't know. It could be be a year and a half. Okay, so they... they, Oh, are these guys associated with Level Up 5e? Or I don't think so. No. Okay. I think I'm. I think I've just recently realized that this logo, I, the five E logo that I see. Oh, that five E. That's the generic five E logo. And I just think I've only recently discovered that. Because that's so. on the Cobalt Press books too. Cobalt Press. That. Okay. That's it. Okay. So these. These. It looks like these. Oh. Okay. I'm familiar with a lot of their okay, stuff. So okay. So you talk. What are some of the products that people might be familiar with? Uh, Ultimate Bestiary, the Dreaded Accursed. I've seen this. I've seen this book's cover before. Okay. Um, it's got like uh, you know, Eldricky Green. Like, I've, oh, I've, I've seen that. I've come across. I've seen that. Yeah. So, so, so that's they, a monster book. So it's another place that does support. You know, just a bunch of support supplements. Yep. Um, Treacherous traps. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ultimate Bestiary, Revenge of the Horde, which I'm gonna go ahead and guess has something to do with hordes of monsters and maybe tactics. Possibly. Um, Spectacular Settlements, which might be an interesting contrast. Ooh, spectacular to, Settlements. Yeah. Do I need to buy something? <laughs> Uh, Ultimate NPCs, Skullduggery, so I'm guessing we're looking at ne'er-do-wells. Uh, Remarkable Inns, uh, Remarkable Shops. Oh, I've heard of Remarkable Inns. So anyway, so long and short, so they do Nord Games stuff. makes... makes 5e support 5e content. support content okay they're not it doesn't look like they're writing adventures it doesn't look like they're writing campaign settings it looks like yeah at least here's a list of items here's a list of monsters here's a list of you know cults i think in. that's here's the npc you don't need to do it real quick um mm-hmm. oh there is a spectacular settlements free pdf preview nord game did they do did nord game do the uh npc cards with the, the art on the front there's definitely npc they definitely they have cards for it looks like everything they do there's a so, treasure trove deck that is that is how I primarily when I think of Nord Games I think of decks of cards. Right. So it, a lot of their stuff is decks of cards. I think there is a thought that a deck of cards is a convenient, quick thing to help a DM at the table. And ultimately, all it has led to is me having lots of decks of cards, and now they're officially unwieldy because I some of them have slipcases, some of them don't. I'm dealing with rubber bands, and and also as we just so discovered in our <laughs> awkward like pause and like yeah. wait, what is this? Yeah, that was um. 
<laughs> we just the Nord Games also looks like they sell other third party products from other publishers as well. Yeah, that was interesting. Well, all that to say, yeah, I backed a Kickstarter called Elements of Inspiration. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to be a I think I've show noted this before. Um in their introduction, they say it's this. Elements of Inspiration is a set of system agnostic, card-based, location-oriented random encounter generators for your role-playing games. The intention of each deck is to make overland travel more exciting and varied, as well as easier to run in a pinch with little need to prep. Mm-hmm. So I have seen tons of products like this, okay. where it is, oh, DM, your people are overland traveling through a forest. Here's a rant. It's the same thing as the Dread Thing in Nomicon. The, okay. Um, so this, it came, and so I was like, okay, card-based, tarot-side cards. I'm expecting a deck of cards. Yeah. Maybe the a couple decks of cards. The description in the Kickstarter said tarot. Yeah, tarot So you're thinking cards. 78-ish cards. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. For some reason, I'm thinking that. Well, it came in the mail, and it's 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 a sizable box. Yeah, yeah, it it's, is. It's about the size of a small board game. And in it are what look to be... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten-ish decks. Yeah. Um, from different encounters. Which the size of that, the unexpected size of that, could explain people's discontent. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like you're doing like, like eighty cards. What's the deal? Right. So like other people were like, well, I mean, during COVID, there were so many Kickstarters that got delayed because of paper, right. and shipping and everything like that. I was just, I had paid my shipping, I paid my thing. Nord Games was a consistent publisher. I'm like, it's going to come eventually. It'll be a surprise when it does. Yeah. Um, but it came and it's cool. So I wanted to take a peek at this with you, yeah. uh, from a design perspective. So you have where, you know, no one can see what we're doing, but we have these decks of cards that are based by theme, mountains, forest, etc. Um, and I'm just going to, I'm pulling a random card from the forest deck. So this is for overland travel. According to the instructions, this is for overland travel. You can simply choose the deck according to the instructions, choose the deck, which matches the environment through which your player characters are traveling, mm. deserts, forests, mountains plains, underground, swamp, tundra, urban, or waterways. <laughs> then, if you are looking for a specific type of encounter, combat, exploration, or roleplay, choose that subset of cards, shuffle them, and draw one. So, Or you can just draw them random and see it. Once you've drawn your card, you read the title and its short general description, then either roll a d4 or choose from the options in the card to give further depth and added detail to the encounter. If you want to make the encounter even more eventful, consider drawing a second or even third card and how these cards might interact. So then these aren't just, these are not just like passive cards because there's numerous symbols on these. Okay. And I want to get to the symbols as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, so that's that's where I my question about game design comes in. And these are really nice. They're really well made. Yeah. Um, so I, so let's say we're running our game yep. and you guys are overland traveling through a forest. Okay. And I'm like, okay, I need something to, I guess, fill time. I, okay. So... I pull out this card. This card says Fairy Throne. Um, it is... See here where I have to check. I was out. like, is that like a map in the corner? Is there that, seems to be... There's like the Harlequin, the 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 actor mask thing. I don't know what that is. That must be a uh, role play. Okay, so it's a role oh, play feature. role play, combat, or exploration. Duh. Three pillars <laughs> of play. <laughs> you would think, Josh, right. that we might be familiar with that. Okay, that makes sense. So like cross swords, combat, map, exploration, and faces must be role play. Okay. That makes so this sense. is an exploration challenge. Yeah. Fairy throne resting atop a tree stump or boulder. Are you supposed to say that to them? You just pick one, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Resting atop a boulder is a marvelous sight. A throne of li- living vegetation fit only for fey nobility. I guess the players just think that. Okay. Do the characters dare sit on it themselves? Now, wait a minute. That's not something I would read to my players. Well, Hold no, on. I think this is supposed to be an inspiration for you. Let me look. 
Oh, you don't read it out loud. You just read it to yourself. And I this see. is what you use as your guide. Okay, forward. cool. That, that makes more sense. Sorry, dumb talent. And so then I could roll a D4. Hey, pick a random number between one and four. Go. Four. Okay. Small folk noble. A member of the small folk owns this throne. Their response to having it sat upon by another varies depending on their particular temperament. Do I pull a card for their temperament? Well, okay. So here's these sort of things. So I've seen like as I look at products and I think about how they're written and how they're created. Yeah. Sometimes in their generality, they create more work. Sure. Does that I make sense? S- yeah, I can see that. So I uh, let me read that one again to you. So it says, small folk, noble. Okay. okay so now so first I have of all, to decide small folk, what small folk I want. Ex- Do I exactly. want like an imp, a pixie, a exactly. fairy? Okay. A member of the small folk owns the throne. Their response to having it sat upon by another varies depending on their particular temperament. So that that says is, this is owned by a small folk. Decide how they react. Right. And decide what kind of small folk because temperament may come along with it. So that doesn't really, I mean, that it's a, it's a, it's a kernel of an idea. I guess if I was completely stuck, it would be helpful. It just give it might push you in the, and maybe that's it. Maybe it doesn't want to be too specific. Right. Um, if you had picked for one, by the way, it would have been a Seely Archfey, a bright and cheery Fey noble owns this throne and might find it amusing to find a mortal sitting on it. So right. astonished that they take themselves as a take them as a consort. So that that one provides a little bit more guidance. Guidance yeah. to an unseely Archfey, a dark Fey with malicious intent owns the throne and will demand a duel with any pretender. That's that's cool. Yeah, that'll give you something like, to I do could right take then that and there. one. I could take that and boom. Right. That, that that's easy. Yeah. So now let's say we were to do that. Let's say we rolled the Unseelie Archfey. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, Unseelie Archfey, I got a Dark Fey Lord. Okay, he's going to threaten some of them to a duel. Draw a combat. Oh, you have combat card. I have a combat card. I don't. I only have Overland. This says Overland. Raiders. Well, that doesn't work. Right, so they must not work in conjunction? Uh, maybe not. Giant insect. Maybe he, he summons a giant or insect. Or he could turn to, into a giant. See, yeah, no, like this that. is see that's you using your imagination. That's what you, that, probably that, the intent is. The intent to, is to use your imagination to connect. Um so this is cool. And the third one, by the way, was a queen of hags. Um So which, I would think we start with actually um travel card overland. Yeah. So that's exploration into role play and then and probably And combat. I will tell you the first thing that I the thing I always say when I have a random choice. I just read the list and pick the one I like. Sure. And well, I, think, and I, I love that some books just say that now. They're like, roll a d4 or just pick. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because this one is equipment cache stored in a root hollow, an abandoned cave, a hanging tree house, or some other secret location as a bundle of equipment. Someone has clearly left these supplies to collect at a later date. And then there's arms and armor, pototions, rations and water equipment. So then I guess you could then take that and say that it's all and then the things once that you've belong picked up to those the people th- who fell to this. See, or I kind of like the idea that you pull it all out. You pull this stuff out and you realize somebody's been storing their garbage on top of the Fey person's thing. Right. They show up and they're like, what the hell are you doing? You know, Mm -hmm. and then. I do wonder if they intend for you to draw these and think of this at the table. I can't imagine. Right. It seems more like. I will say again, well, I guess this was maybe a design thing. I would think that would be why you would have this to quickly handle something that comes up. Mm -hmm. But these seem, at least as I'm reading these ones, they seem more um, geared toward helping you prep in advance i think that's and i remember if i remember correctly that was what the kickstarter said this is to help you sketch out so like i know you guys are going to be wandering through the forest and i need some encounters and i draw some cards use my imagination time all together okay now i have an encounter Right, and that and to, to that extent, I think they do a very good job. By the way, yeah. I'm not pooping on these cards. I no, think they're not awesome. at all. No, they're very. I'm, but in order to use them to help us, I mean, with if, our own game design learning journey. Yeah, I feel like we have to turn a critical eye towards everything. Because if somebody, so say somebody's coming over and they just want to play some D and D, you know, and you're going to do like a one shot, but you want to come up with something on your own, you these would help. 
Sure. You know, you could be like, okay, we're gonna we're definitely gonna travel through some forests and we're gonna end up in a castle. Oh, if I had to design a one shot, I could use these to design a one shot really quickly. Yeah, and you that might be fun to try sometime. Yeah, yeah. We should that's how we should review these. We should just draw random cards and skin together a yeah, quick one shot adventure. You know what we could do? What? There's just that what is, could we there, do, Josh? Getting to the point where there's so many people that are just like, I would love to play. I would love to play. It'd be funny if I got went to these people that'd be like to love to play. I'd be like, here. Okay, one shot. We're doing we're it. We're gonna try a one shot. You you know, you're gonna catch you're, up. You're testing something we're we're doing. Yeah, we're but, just trying it out. Um so th- these are cool. Here's where again I'm gonna turn that critical eye a little bit. Yeah. At the bottom of each card are three symbols. Which I can't totally there's a rune, it looks yep. like, on this maybe weather. So there's a and time of day. weather. There is this is my guess. Weather, moon phase, and rune word. Okay, so yeah, I I when I looked at it, I was just like, oh, this must be time of day, some kind of rune thing, and then weather. And I thought that was an occasion, a thing that you would apply. Right. It's a cloudy day. And so uh, let's see here. Um, da, da, da. Additionally, following these instructions are tables for weather. Moon phase and rune word, which can be used to add further detail or thematic elements. For example, an ambush in the rain or on a moonless night might have a very different feel to it than one in blazing sunshine. Equally, how might themes introduced by the rune word, such as terror, love, or wealth, inform the motivations or actions surrounding the ambush? Okay, so what that so I'm, the first thing I'm going to look at is the the moon phase, right? Yeah. Uh, so the moon phase on the fairy throne. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I guess you're supposed to figure out how that... So, for instance, here's the symbol. It lines up with that waning crescent. Okay. A time of rest, conservation, and reflection. See, my wife would just know these off the top of her head. Well, so yeah. I'm... If that's... So does that just mean like, okay, the encounter is supposed to have a... Is supposed to... I, how, do, how does that how does assist? This, how does I this guess. help me write the story is what I'm trying to feel. And I'm, and I'm a smart guy. Yeah. I, well, I mean, I'm all right. I mean, I got it. Um, see, so an ambush in the rain or on a moonless night. So, yeah. What is a waning crescent? Waning is getting smaller, right? The nights are getting darker. Yeah. Because we're moving towards a new moon. Yeah. So, the waning crescent is a time of rest, conservation, reflection. So, I guess that's just supposed some to extra flavor. Some if extra you want flavor. It. But it doesn't like you could change. You could, well, I mean, I guess it, it is a role play card that it's on, right? No, it's an exploration. Okay, well, I don't know. Maybe you, you come just across soul theory right out the window. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess, I guess all that could, all I could think is it could mean that whatever small folk you choose could be in a contemplative mode. Well, I, I guess what they're give also, you some kind of. I think it's just a suggestion. It's basically saying like, hey, a good place for this encounter might be in the middle of the night during a waning crescent. It. It is interesting, but but they have every phase of the moon exactly, and no phases of the day, yeah. and these don't don't aren't all intended to take place at night. So I the so this is where my critical eye is. This, if I had written this, I would feel as though I was not clear enough in how this is supposed to be applied. Right? Does it say anything other than That's, that? It says exactly what I just told you. It says oh, back here in the instructions. It says equally. Uh, so, so for example. An ambush in the rain or on a moonless night might have a very different feel to one in the blazing sunshine. But the moon yeah, phase... Yeah, every one of these is... Well, okay, so now I will say a moon phase is still the moon's phase whether or not it's nighttime. I, I, I understand. That's what, the first thing I thought, too. Yeah. Then I'm looking at it going, well, maybe it's kind of just... It's giving like a time of rest, conservation, reflection. Sounds like a thematic element. Like you should... Right. Like there should be the tenor of the so encounter. there's Rambler. Okay. Moon here. Phase of the moon. Waxing gibbous. Yep. A time of peaking energy, acting on plans, and persevering. And then, did you see the weather? Sunshine. So oh. sunshine. So I think this is supposed to be giving you maybe an idea, a guide to the tone of, if you're using all these pieces in concert, 
they're even giving you kind of a tone and a theme maybe to work with. You know, maybe give, maybe apply that to the personalities of individuals involved right. in the conflict, that type of thing. So like, so for instance, this one has that, the waning crescent. It also has bright sunshine. Okay. And what is the waning crescent again? Waning crescent is a time of rest, conservation, and reflection. So I, okay. So again, you could have, you know what? I think that these are, maybe these are features that are for people that are just more into the role-playing side of things. It's possible. And they're coming up with themes for personalities so that you can stick to them. Yes, this, you know, fake pixie queen is upset you sat on their throne, but they're feeling, you know, like, contemplative and they're kind of open you know role-playing wise they're kind of open to okay it. you know what i mean maybe that's what they're offering well f- just in case you needed to know okay sunny slash clear yeah by day temperatures increase and long exposure can lead to fatigue by night the moon stars or combination or both light the way so the sunny slash clear is supposed to be oh you can see the mm-hmm. moon so you could use that and do it as during the day sunlight f- you know creating golden column of columns amongst the emerald overhanging foliage yeah you know blah 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 and the carpets of flowers and wild ferns blah and then you could do that during the day or you could do it at night and have it be a perfectly clear sky and above the waning crescent moon makes you feel like you want to rest and your weariness settles into your bones as you see this chaise lounge made of right father you know you know like so many 5e supplements it's like you know, you're really best taking it a la carte. Well, you and know, that's you're what, like, I'm just gonna. So much not of these five E supplements yeah. are just here's an idea for you to use your with your imagination, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah, which is great. So I guess at first, I mean, once we've kind of talked it through, at first, honestly, I would have said, well, geez, those little features are seem a little superfluous. However, depending on your style of gameplay, it makes it a lot easier to tailor to what you need. So that's sort of how I see them as well. I yeah. saw them as like, well, we can't just have a card with random stuff on it, so we'll mm-hmm. add some something to make them more unique right and, and to make them you know more useful so i i don't i don't but this is a lot th- yeah this is a lot well the, then we get into rune word okay yeah we didn't even get to the rune we didn't word, get to yeah. rune word we've got to talk about the rune word so the rune word so on this one the rune word is power it doesn't, it doesn't have a rune there's no word it's just the rune and then yeah. the description is power capability and influence that's also theme mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah. So I feel like the moon phase gives you a theme and the rune word gives you a theme. I guess you can take it or leave it. Well, it's funny because as we talk it through, what we really should have done is build a scenario using three cards, like actually use them and you know what I mean? Use them in maybe this ways that we're talking about, because I don't see how you could use all of them. I, yeah, I don't know either. You would have to, again, these I think are just tools to help inspire and you can go, you know. Yeah. And and, and they're, like I said, they're very well made. Though, they're very they're, cool. They I are, would really yeah. love using this again, exactly for what you said. Oh, someone wants a one shot mm-hmm. i'm gonna here i'm my brain's fried i'm gonna use these to right i'm gonna use this equipment cache mixed with the i have what is this rambler we encounter a lone rambler that's kind of fun and so like i i have just in front of me just again for for comparison, contrast, yeah, contrast yeah. i don't even remember this so nord games made this one nord games is a publisher yeah this other deck of cards is another kickstarter set mm-hmm. and this was made by a guy see i think the idea with these cards is you know, and and I will say this box that we're talking about, the elements of inspiration doesn't fit as well with it. But I think it's, it's the idea is you could have a backpack, you could throw in your DM's guide, your player's handbook. And instead of bringing two other sources, you could throw these decks of cards. It would be more convenient. Yeah. You know, if you would, then you're in a position to make up an adventure quickly, but you're not carrying 900 million books around with you. Yeah. I w- and of course, it's tactile. So it, it 
kind of feels better than just having they a do tablet. feel nice yeah they well feel you know, real it nice. feels better than just having just a tablet with you mm-hmm. um so this other deck of cards i'll have to look up who made this because i unfortunately don't remember because it was kind of I a last some? yeah a last minute get, uh, thought on my part to compare but it is a similar idea these are supposed to help you generate ideas for your game they're again categorized um in the upper corner they have uh yeah, complication, characters, obstacles. And they all have these different icons, which means something. They have lists at the bottom. So, for, for instance, I have a complications card. And I really do have to go back through the instructions because there's no printed instructions with these cards. Um, I literally think they are supposed to be, they're, again, random encounters. They're D20 random encounter cards. Yeah. And so this one says obstacle. You could roll a seven. Distance. It's whatever it is, is far away. Um, and do they have to redeem, which means get something, smuggle, get something in, steal, or resurrect? And those are my four choices. I would definitely have to go back through and read how he described, or she, I don't remember if it was a he or she or they, yeah. um, who made these cards. But I will make sure that I put a note to the person who created them in the show notes from my Kickstarter. Um, but these are a similar thing. Now, for sheer volume of information, mm-hmm. these have more than the um, elements of inspiration. Yeah, these are definitely... They're, they're far more packed with stuff. Yeah, comparatively, they're much more um, streamlined. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm going to pull it up right here. I've got it. I've got it. Okay. I've got it. I got it. Here we go. The Dungeon Master's Deck. 5e fantasy rpgs it was created by roll the dice games out of orlando florida and let's read about it it is a simple deck of cards endless possibilities the dungeon masters deck gives you each card gives 25 plus options for every element of tabletop game random tables story cube style iconography and modifier phases the deck can create every element of a living and breathing role-playing world and campaign in minutes fully compatible with 5e and pathfinder 2e so the deck is 50 50 cards 100 plus with stretch goals. I'm pretty sure we have, I think I have more than 100. World location creator, character creator, quest creator, enemy creator, dungeon creator, and miscellaneous magic item, curses, crits, etc. So you're supposed to separate this one out into the different decks within it. I just have them in one big pile. Yeah. Which is probably part of the problem. Um, so how it works. Roll on each table or choose an element from each card to generate a setting, characters, dungeon, or magic item. Use the villain, lair, item, and power cards to create instant bosses. Or use the ur- the urban location, mystery, clue, and complication cards to create mystery uh, adventure for your party. Mm. The story icons and modifier boxes add instant inspiration for twists and addition. They let you interpret meaning similar to tarot decks or other oracle system. Um, so he, like, he has a recipe here. If you want to do a one-shot adventure, you do a settlement plus a threat, plus a quest, plus a dungeon, plus an inhabitant, plus a villain. And then you roll on those, and you've got your backbone for your adventure. That's a cool concept. Yeah, and yeah. The other one gives you way more stuff, gives you a lot more than these do. Yeah. As far as if you want to... So which of these were you referring to? You're saying... I'm sorry. The Dungeon Master deck versus Elements of Inspiration. Elements of Inspiration gives you a lot more to work with. Yes, this gives you a word. Yes, this gives you a word, and you could definitely string together uh, your four adventurers, you're at a tavern, you walk through the woods, you find a sword, you find this monster, this monster likes is fighting with a group of other monsters and let's see they had tactics in here somewhere i mean they cover everything like if you want to combat they they use their terrain to their advantage you know because that's on here okay <laughs> do you know what i have a lot of respect for hmm. it's got to take a long time to sit down and write down all these random lists oh you know what i, I can just imagine how much editing there is like just kind of going mm, 
got to get rid of that. That one's yeah, that like one's it, dumb. No one's ever no one's going to want to use that. They're just going to skip over. It. I mean, the, because either you came up with a ton of stuff, I mean, you were sticking stuff, you were throwing out stuff out there yeah. or yeah, I would think I would think you'd have to even though there's so much in here, I still feel like there'd probably be a lot of stuff you probably this is a lot of work it's a a ton of a lot of work one way or another which you know is what we're here for so that's a lot of these are so these are two things that i think are really interesting but that that idea of how can we make how we're going to do game design for the point of view of creating something to help someone else create and this is what lines up with the one idea that i have for a kickstarter if we ever wanted to write one Mm. which is my favorite which is a book a system agnostic book with random tables on how to build ruins Right. Yep. You know, return to the earth or whatever. Like, you want a library and an ar- well, a ruined library in the Arctic. You want a ruined tavern. Somebody in the must. Desert? Does I mean, does somebody sell a deck that you can literally just start drawing and and drop them down on the table and draw out a whole dungeon just by pulling? Oh, yeah. You know, that, there's a dice set that does that too. Okay. Yeah. You roll the dice and you put them together and you've got the dungeon rooms. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, they're like big chunky d6. That's cool. Actually. Yeah. All right. So that is elements of inspiration. Um take a look at it it's probably on their website now for purchase i'm assuming well i just got mine like literally days ago so it's very possible that um it is not available for purchase yet in which case i don't know if it sounds interesting to you check it out there's probably something to reserve one to get it when it is widely available yeah but it is a pretty cool pretty cool thing i was excited it is i wanted i was excited to show you it's i mean it's a veritable treasure trove yeah it's almost like it should have come with a uh like a leather pouch so if you're only doing swamp you could throw it in there because seriously it, it loses the um convenience with the big box yeah with the but whole you know what we should box. do we should record a session just for fun let's just use it to write a quick adventure yeah totally we, 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 you know how long, how long have we got? we've been going for 33 minutes right so we're not we really were gonna, gonna, gonna go to oregon and start but, talking about stats but, but because it's our podcast and it seems like that it would is be our, a more wait, fun thing wait to do. but what does our boss say um running up what, the flagpole yeah <laughs> Is that what the phrase is? I, I don't, don't know. know. See who salute. You run, oh, up, the run up the flag, flagpole and see who salutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've never heard the rest of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is the, there was another one that I just heard the other day. Someone was saying, um, just remember that this idiom, I love it when like we popularize half of an idiom. Oh, by the way, you can you can go to Drive Through RPG and purchase elements of inspiration as a PDF. Oh, you can yes, that's right. You can order it as a PDF. Yep. Um it was one of the few Kickstarters where when you bought the physical product, you didn't get the PDF unless you paid extra for it. And I didn't. Uh, unpopular move when that happens. I'm I not a fan of that option, I will yeah. say. Um, if I'm one of your backers, I feel like I'm backing your product before it's done. Give, right. me, give me the PDF. Right. But I, I, and I could be wrong on that, but I seem to remember that I w- did not have access to the Elements of Inspiration PDF because I did not add it as an add-on or buy the the pledge right. that also included it, it the PDF. It could have been something they may have dreamt of making a stretch goal. Possibly. You know, but yeah, th- this is a big, that is a big box there. It is. Again, kind of leaning into, it, it kind of lends itself to the idea that this is not a thing you're supposed to do on the fly. Right, exactly. Well, here, let me pull up my... Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is not to help you real quick because, you know, a player that you thought was going to be basically sleeping at the end of the table is suddenly pushing you into areas you weren't ready for, which is what the other deck is better suited for. Well, that is, is I always think about this. So one of the settings in these is waterways. Mm. And I remember that because they have this deck called Objects, Objects of Intrigue, which they have a waterways one. They just really like the phrase waterways, I guess. Yeah. But the Objects of Intrigue, also from Nord Games, is... So does that include rivers, sewers, and everything? I guess, yeah, like okay. rivers. Um, sewers, I believe, is actually its own deck, maybe? I don't know. Um, I bought this for Dungeon, and I bought 
I think I bought sewers. I think I'm I'm almost certain that I don't know. I bought two of them because this was when you guys were fighting the rat king. Okay. Yeah. Um and doing all that stuff with the rats and the sewers. So I bought these to help me come up with stuff. So yeah, this is something like I pulled a card. This is objects. These are so you're wandering around, well, what do I find in this room? Oh, okay. Let yeah, me, yeah, yeah. Let, yep. Excuse me while I whip this out. Yep. A hanging cage, a large black iron cage, sways back and forth, hanging from a wooden beam ten feet off the ground. Chains dangling from the sides of the cage eerily scrape across the ground. I do like it when they include flavor text. Yeah. I'm a fan of flavor text. Sure. I know some people are like, cut your flavor text. Don't do it. I like the flavor text. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that I think that some of these things, you know, even like the mic shakes, these are people who play a lot more. I mean, I'm pretty good at mm-hmm. coming up with evocative language but, descriptions without flavor text but like cutting but i still is, like that yeah, like cutting it is no fun exactly I, I, again but again if you played a lot and you need to kind of hurry it up because you you know you, you're not as i don't know to me you want all that flavor text you want all that kind of stuff to help you in those times when you're able to play to kind of pull you into it it helps mm-hmm. because you might not play again for another three four weeks months i, I know that was the last right. time we played forever exactly yeah well we're playing i think we're playing in two weeks maybe i don't remember what day is it i, I don't know yeah, yeah. um it's been summer anyway yeah. But, oh, I think Ryan and Francis are back. They are. They are in Long Island. They're in Long Island? They oh. have landed. Well, They've been giving me updates. Uh, did you see the pictures from the catacombs? Awesome. Like, yeah. I, I texted him and I was like, send me the bone pictures. <laughs> Our friend Ryan went to France and did not post on Facebook pictures yeah. of the catacombs because of the human remains out of respect for the dead. Right. Because he's a very good person. Yes, he's a good I would not have given that a second thought. I know I wouldn't. Have. Well, I, you know what? To be fair, I wouldn't put anything on social yeah, media. Yeah, you don't so. put stuff on Facebook. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I've never been to Europe. Yeah. And now I want to go very badly. Yeah, there's Because really, I want to see that. And he did say they were thinking of me when they were there because they were like, and I thought about how you'd have to bend over basically at the waist to walk around in there. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, t- Ryan's not a short guy. No, he's not. I mean, I I mean love- he's just shorter than me. Yeah. And I'm not going to make a comment about Francis Height. No. So she could walk right through it. I think she would <laughs> She would agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it wasn't me, Francis. It was Josh. Anyway, so hanged cage. And then there's a D12. You know, I do love me a D12. Yep. That's what so it is. So all of yep. these descriptions are D12. But here's, oh, no. I dropped my card and I'm back. Um, it's funny to me because it's D12, but there's only four choices. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> However, oh, okay. but you know why One they did through. this? Okay, why? Math, math, math. Math, 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 dice, math. One through six is one thing. So you have a 50% chance of one description. Seven, eight, nine is another one. 10, 11. So it's decreasing in probability. Gotcha. The highest to the least most probable uh, uh, right. choice. Okay. So okay. that's a smart way of doing that. Yeah. I thought that was neat. So you have like touching the cage, teleports you inside, charisma save. Take 1d4 damage from bleeding each round until you can escape. There's 7 through 9. In the cage, a harpy sings her song. 10, 11, a canvas pouch filled with coins sits in the cage. Taking it alerts a powerful evil creature to the party's presence. And 12, the cage is a mimic. Oh, fun. And attacks the creature that touches it. I like that the mimic is the tabletop RPG player's like ultimate anxiety. They just love to play with that idea. I, I need to trust you. You're giving me things I want. <laughs> yeah there's a pile of gold uh i poke it with a stick there is a uh the company that makes a lot of those 3d models that i print for the game mm-hmm. um tabletop scenery yep. i'll put a link in the show notes they have a, a file called totally a normal house <laughs> um and <laughs> it's too it's, it's 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 an inexpensive house model it's not 
Speaking of, sorry, go ahead. Oh, and and then they have an alternate version called I don't remember what it's called, but it's a it's the same house only now it's split open with a giant mouth and it's a mimic. So it's a mimic house, but you have to buy two different files and print them separately. Oh, that's funny. Um, but I love the name. Totally just a normal house or something like that. <laughs> I just um, Rod Wolf and I were watching YouTube and we came across an um, don't really watch him that much anymore, but an Uncle Jesse video. Okay. And he printed out, he 3D printed out the um, the bookshelf gap filler. Have you seen oh, these Oh, those things? are so cool. They're, they're awesome. Right? He, did a, he did a couple, uh, he showed on FDM how well they scale Because you can get them in FDM or resin. They, right. They have different models for either. And some can do, some you know, some can't. But you can light them up and paint them. They're, just so- they're really neat. But as I'm looking at them, and they look awesome. But I'm just like, it's kind of neat how like the werewolf is like trying to pull its way between the two books. But what if I want the two books that its claws are over? Because now I have to like take the whole thing out. Does yeah. the whole thing collapse because I want the books that? Oh, the, I don't know. They look really awesome, but it wasn't interesting. Like I'm like, oh, this is for people that don't use the books. Because <laughs> a lot <laughs> I of just them, keep my books in piles like yeah, a normal human. A game. lot of them overlap it, but it's an it's a neat. They're they're definitely neat files. Like you want to print them. They have that quality about That's them. Cool. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. Okay, so let's hold off on Oregal sure. for next week. Yep. Um, let's see how quickly we can come up with a backbone. Mm-hmm. It, it, we are about 38 minutes into our recording, Yeah. which gives us a good 7 to 10 minute window. Yep, yep. Okay? 7 to 10 minute window. I have mountain. I have forests. Mm-hmm. I have waterways. Actually, we had that break, so we yeah, you're right. We do have- Oh, like, yeah. Seven, I, I yeah. subtracted a couple minutes okay. for the- Wait, they sell other people's stuff? Urban, underground, because they can't say under dark. Hundred percent. Oh, hundred percent. They, no, they don't want to go near it. Yeah. And then the smaller decks: tundra, plains, desert, swamps. Okay. Pick an environment, Josh. Um, I almost feel like, for the sake of expediency, I'll say swamps because it's already open. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. All right, we're gonna generate a quick adventure. Okay. These are not shuffled, so. So I have. Hey Talon, we have three friends who want to play a quick D game while they're in oh, town this they just want to try it for the first time yeah, they've, never, they've played. never played it something quick so okay we just got to come up with a quick a quick game yep is there a reason i can't use the published one shots off my shelf um, um they died in a fire <laughs> the reason is you don't want to you i don't want to you did a kickstarter and you have these cards fair fair Fair. They've all played right. all those actually. They've never played, oh, but never... they're aware of. They read all those. Oh, in they read spoilers. Yeah, why they why the would they read thing. all the spoilers? I, know. I don't know. Okay, so what I have here then in that no, case? No, no, I have it. It's because we're at the school, and right afterwards we're going to meet them for dinner, and they want to play immediately. You don't have time to go home, but you do have these small, but I do convenient have, cards. I happen to have in my pocket elements yeah. of inspiration. Right, you have them in your like I don't know backpack. Okay. All right. Okay. 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 That's okay. that's all right. We're so making their commercial for them. We are. We are. Nord Games, you're welcome. <laughs> we actually very much like your product. Yeah. Um, all right. We'll have to tag them. Do we want to tag them in this episode? Tag them on I feel X- bad doing any criticism. On X's? X's? On, oh no, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> that's where you're done with X. X's just, is so, just so. Okay. Yeah. So in order to create a uh, a quick mini adventure, mm-hmm. um, we have Exploration, combat, and role play. Yep. Okay. You know what they need is a fourth element. They do need a fourth. Well, no, because you're, the fourth element, the fourth yeah, pillar. That's what I'm saying. We're the fourth element. Exactly. We're activating the it, other we're three. Activa- <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, we're using it to create. Yep. Okay. I'm going to say, well, we're going to start with, I'm shuffling the decks. Here we go. Okay. How will this adventure start, Josh? Pick a random card or pick a random deck. Okay. 
This one? Yep. Pick a random card. All right. What's your card? Um, this is the Swamp Stack. Oh, this is actually not terrible. Okay. Let, let me well, read wait, it. This is exactly what Nord Games was hoping would happen. Yeah, yeah. When okay, they sponsored so, us? So, I wish. Yeah. So I got a combat card. Okay, it's a combat card. But even better, you're starting your adventure up. It's an ambush. Well, there you it's go. It's an ambushing monster. Okay. So, I so like that. our heroes for our one shot are... Um, well, read the card. moving through the... So um, let me see. A shower of sod and stagnant water erupts into the air as a creature tries to ambush your characters. Only the most alert of characters spot it before it attacks. Okay. So we put them into the swamp. You're in the swamp. Roll why are, perception. Why are you in the swamp? Yeah. So let's what start. It, you're the DM. You know everyone's passive perception. Exactly. You know what well, I mean? Theoretically. Yeah. Theoretically, you've got it all written down. So, um, but what are we going to fight? So why don't we roll a 1d4? Or are okay, we I rolled one? a t- 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 3. It is a sink worm. Ooh, These revolting worm? fleshy worms live beneath muddy water, waiting for the footsteps of their prey to alert them of food. They open their mouths rapidly, sucking in creatures. Okay. <laughs> That's why I was like, wait, let me try to do Is there a stat block? Well, I mean, Nord Games does sell multiple bestiary base books. What was it called again? Sink a sink worm. worm? So Let's this see. this could be the this could be the chink in the armor on this. Well, yeah. Yeah. Troll works, hydra works. A sink worm is something from Dark Sun. It was a Dark Sun monster. Interesting. Huh. Um, okay. So here's our first okay. hitch. I have to come up with a sink worm. Yep. What are the, by the way, what's the uh, weather like in this encounter? Uh, I'm guessing partly cloudy or cloudy. No, it's actually sunny. Really? It's clear. It's clear. Daytime clear. So I'm going to say, I wouldn't want it to be, I'm going to say clear night. So what's the moon phase? Um, slivery. Like, let me see. I'll tell you. It is it is a waxing crescent, a time of building energy, establishing alliances, and planning. Okay. Which doesn't work out with the ambush thing all that much, the planning. Well, the planning could be what's going on when they're ambushed. True, true, true. So you guys are... So you're, the party is going to be traveling through the swamp um, planning for something that they're going to. Right. We haven't gotten there yet. We haven't got there yet. And then mm. they're ambushed. Yep. Okay. By a so sink worm. Quick... Or this glass gator. That's kind of neat. A nearly transparent hunter strike with uh, strike from waterbeds. They have poisonous stingers that can be deadly. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So they get attacked. That's our inciting incident. So we have sink worm. Yep. Our inciting incident is getting attacked by sink worm. Okay. So when they get attacked by sink worm, they defeat the sink worm. Yep. Do we go that? Do we do that already, or do we put all three cards together and then come well, up with a scenario? Well, let's see. Okay. So yep. I'm going to say that's it. That there. Oh, sure. I'll let yep. you pick. Okay. Um, so we're going to add to this encounter from this deck. This is the. I believe role play. This is how I feel we should do. I think we should pull all three. That's what I was going to do, and then decide what order we're going to. I agree. Genius think alike. Yeah. Here we go. This is. I'm just going okay. from the middle. Okay. So. So now we have we have an ambush in the swamp. Yep. Ambush monster. Our role play encounter is. A uh, corrupting creature, a creature that tries to turn the characters toward evil deeds or even upon each other, lurks in the swamp. It seeks out characters and tempts them. Tempt, okay. Tempts, tempts them. Okay. And I have to roll a d4, right? You do. Four. Oh, an unseely demon or an unseely fay? Unseely fay. Okay. <clears throat> unseely fay haunt the characters by making strange noises at night or giving them nightmares. Okay. So an unseely fay comes to the creatures. And then we have our exploration encounter. Uh, prints. There are prints in the... Mo- oh, footprints. Okay. There are prints. Not like prints? prints. Yeah. Not like the fresh prints? The print. Are they fresh prints? These are these these are the uh, marks in the ground formerly known as prints. <laughs> okay. These are prints in the muck that are easy for all to see. The impression in the sloppy mud can be tracked by relatively unskilled characters. Now, 
you would roll one through four. I would say a two. Okay, so pray. The prints have been made by prey creatures. Uh, something edible that the character... Yes. Oh, prey creatures. Something edible that the characters could track, hunt, and kill to sustain themselves. Okay, so now... This one had clear. This one, what's the weather phase on uh, the... Partly sunny, I'm guessing. That is Partly the, cloudy. Here, I'm going to... You have the cards. Okay, okay that's true. That, wow, there's... How many pages are there? Just that? one. Oh, so... Okay, new twist. It seems as though they can mix... Oh, wait, I found it. found it. I thought what they mixed... Oh, this oh, is partly cloudy. Partly cloudy. Yeah, because it looked like two of them, but then it is a separate one altogether. Partly cloudy. By day, temperatures decrease slightly as the clouds offer a reprieve from the sun, but by night, it is peaceful, and puddles of moonlight appear in large batches all over the ground. All right. What is the... Uh, For the clear. footprints? The... Is it clear? What is that? That's a new moon. Oh, that's a new moon. Yep. So the new... See, the, the moon phase can't be in one adventure they can't make the jump you can't that significantly pick which one you want yeah um so i would guess if with three cards i would pick one of each of these elements from and they would follow and then combine yeah you would cascade them across um the prince has the waning crescent time of rest conservation and reflection um what's about the rune words all right the rune words flip back one page so we have the double chevron so yeah for the combat encounter that is progress evolution and growth okay uh for the role play that one is it's also on the page back oh yeah there's a lot of these okay uh wealth abundance and bounty okay Um, and for the travel one the prince formerly known as prince where is it be right in front of me right oh uh contest challenge trial okay so here's what I would do if I were in the shoes, which I am. Um, okay, one-shot adventure. You are traveling through the swamp. Uh, there is nothing wrong with starting an adventure with you're traveling through the swamp. You're traveling totally. from one place to the next. Totally. Okay? Yep. Um, I would then do that they come across the footprints. That's what I would do. Mm-hmm. I would do the prints, the fresh prints, formerly known as prints. Yep. And I would do have it be something like, you know, your supplies are dwindling low and you don't run across some print then what would happen is they would say well we're going to ignore those and then we go move on and then the whole thing shot but we're <laughs> going to pretend for a second that they're not going to do that and they follow right. the prints so it's a partly cloudy day we can stick with partly cloudy day um and the moon phase here's the other thing the moon phase like if you're running a world i run a calendar where i keep track of the moon phases i don't mm. know I, it's come up like literally never but the past two years right. and a half i have tracked moon phases in our game well some people keep track of encumbrance and it comes up never i know yeah. um so you're traveling through that and then you meet a corrupting creature so basically you would wander into the thing and as it grew dark and in the swamp and you found yourself more and more getting twisted and turned maybe i would have it that the footprints lead you on a on a way that all of a sudden you find yourself lost in the swamp okay so am i going to have a go with this after you yes i think okay. you should gotcha and then you find a corrupting creature an unseely fae who mm. presents you with a deal and says, if you want to escape my dark domain, uh, you must do something for me. You must commit this act of horrible evil. Right. And then because we only play with people who want to play good people, they would say no. Right. In which case, the corrupting creature would say, well, that's a shame. Snap their fingers and then out comes the, the feeding worms sinking. from the mud, the sinking worms to attack. That's that's an encounter. Right. And if we want to do a quick thing, anybody who's really played, if you have like three, this is going to take a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you know yeah, yeah yeah that is the funny thing you could that would be that could be a whole evening let me see how i would do this There's okay, how would you do it? pause let's see so they're traveling through the swamp adventurers traveling through the swamp on an otherwise clear evening i'm gonna go with clear um i like the idea that they don't exactly necessarily feel that they are hungry okay and so when they initially see these prey tracks which mean nothing to them because they're trying to go about their business they are getting this this each of them is hearing something in their head that is 
this voice that is feeding into this hunger. Okay. Pursue, pursue. And what it's really doing is driving them deeper. And they're trying to resist. They're deciding, they're sharing with you. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? And I want this to, I want to, as a, as, as a text, it's, it's, dr- they're following the tracks through the muck it, and they can see these tracks clearly. And maybe somebody can roll perception and get the idea that like this, why this is really easy. These, we're in the swamp. Why is there something? Why is there, right. pra- why is there, but why am I so hungry? Why don't I care? You know, and this hunger that's driving them, they're each getting this voice. This is that part be, of the corrupting influence? Yeah. Of the it'd faith? be the corrupting yeah, influence I of the faith. Pushing I was going to say, you could also do something where, oh, maybe if someone has a high enough nature right. check, you right. can say that below, those prints belong to this animal, which is an incredibly exotic, valuable animal. Right. I like the idea that they're going kind of going hunger mad to the point where he's kind of pushing them till, you know, essentially it's Looney Tunes and they're seeing each other as a potential. Oh yeah, cuz you could just have them making will saves. Yeah, and they're just going and it's it's growing and growing and now they're they're kind of mad with hunger and he's sorry. He's wisdom saves. Right. He's led he's led them to the spot that he wants and as they're kind of about ready to go to go at one another, they now are ambushed while they're focused on each other by a uh, sinkworm. Okay. I don't know. And again, you could also have because then I think the DM could have fun with going. You know? <laughs> that whisper will not pick up after I do the noise game. I know. So repeat it now in a louder voice and just everyone imagine he's whispering. Ah, you're so hungry. <laughs> there that? you go. Then we'll just lower it. But, you know, that type of, that's right. I forget the whispers disappear. Yeah, the whispers disappear. So, yeah, that's that's cool. It but is. But you could come up with things. And But again, I will also say, random encounters, they can stir your imagination, but then they also often leads you going well, now i gotta come up with how that works right but also the What's situation worm also this situation would require you to and the situation that these would be used for in the scenario we came would require you to put the players on rails yes it does you would have to drive them towards I, a lot of time for one outcome. shots you have to yeah, now if this were part of a campaign where the characters are you already knew yep. where they were going yeah i know you're traveling through the like for instance there's a reason the swamp one's open Right. Um, so you are currently in our game traveling through a swamp. And so I wanted to pull out and see like, okay, so how would I, what were some things I could throw together for random encounters in the swamp? Yep. Exploration, combat, and or role play. Yeah. So, and then maybe pick one or two, pick three. Yeah, and together. you could just use the one for a role play opportunity yeah. if you, yeah. 100%. So that, what we just described would be a perfect, like, we travel through the day. Is there a random encounter? We roll. Yes. Well, yeah. it just so happens I used my Elements of Inspiration by Nord Games. Yeah. Um, to come up with some quick? some quick encounters that yeah. I have for my game. So that's neat. Yeah. Well, I think about like Curse of Strahd. These are adventures very often have quick encounter generated, random encounters that are right. in there. Maybe something for a game might be instead of doing a random encounter table, doing something that is a encounter generator for your world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like instead of an Estrock random encounter generator, a random encounter list, we do a random encounter generator and somehow yeah. codify a random element from several lists that code together for a DM to create random encounters. Yeah. Cool. Oh, no, I like it. But. And that, friends, is all the time we have I know, for we, today. We got tonight. really into the weeds. With, we really did. Uh, Elements of Inspiration by Nord Games. Yes. And of course, thanks all of you for listening and supporting the show and bearing with us as we just really squirreled on these cards. I know. Um, but in the fun, in, in, in a fun way. Yeah, in, yeah in the most entertaining way we hope uh, possible. Um, but anyway, for more information on all the stuff uh, that we didn't create today, because <laughs> yeah. it was just. Um, but for anything we've talked about or peruse, you know, to peruse or take a look at any drafts or creations, visit our website at www.fourthpillarofplay.com. All spelled out. How did I forget that? I don't know. It Apparently should be a reflex. We, we now we, we we now know because of the event I went to yesterday that it is a calling card. <laughs> I know. All Seriously. spelled out is a calling card. Um, but there you can. Uh, so you, 
you can also like and follow us and message us at this point on Instagram. On Instagram. I think the fourth pillar of play, I think we can officially just say that we're done. Yeah, we don't do we don't do We're X. not doing X. X. We're not doing threads either. We could, but we don't do any of that. the Instagram terms. Is the the terms of a service you have to agree to for threads is not super. And threads feeds AI generators. Yeah, which is already you know, yeah. Yeah, so I, I just gosh. Anyway, thanks everyone. Thanks Night Shift. Thanks for uh, popping Thank in. You, and Thank, Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Nord yeah. Games. Yeah, absolutely. You, we will Nord Games. We will at you at Instagram and Instagram because that's we the sure one will. we will use. So it's all right. All right. All right. Have a great night. Great Thank day. you so much. We look forward to creating more with you.